Halil, you look like a, I don't know what you're wearing, but you look like a monk. A what? <laughs> so you've got, you've got the monk with the, with the glow above his head and you've got the silver fox. Uh, look at that. How bad's that? Uh, how did that happen in the last month? No, I normally colour my hair. You, you normally colour your hair. So see this, see this bit here. So literally, yeah. see how this is white. Yeah, it's not chalk. No, no. If I don't put colour in it, literally, my hair from here to here is white. Just that's that part the, there. That's the Richard Gear look. Yeah, yeah. And then this side goes. So I look like a. I've got like a three quarter skunk. All, all, all you need now is a hooker and a shitbox lotus. No, no. Dead set. I actually have this. Like the whole side of my head's white. So I always. I've has been for about fifteen years. But prior to that, it was. It wasn't grey. It was uh, gone. It was alopecia. It was gone. So I'm thankful it's grown back. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the All Talk Car Podcast. Great. Hosted by Peter Ronas, co-hosted with Halil Mustafa tonight. Good evening, everyone. Hello, Roscoe. Hello, Peter. And Roscoe joins us. Hello, everybody. We all heard prior to this, I've got white hair. That's okay. Yeah. Put your your volume up a little bit. We can't hear. Even more. More, more, more. It's going to be louder. I like to be soft. That's it. He's That's better. It. I like to be soft and sensual so no one can hear me. <laughs> to go with your silver fox hair. What's Where happening, Roscoe? Where have oh, you been? I've been working. I've been working. Very busy. Very busy. Um, huh? I've been interstate. What'd you drive? You had a big road trip, we heard. Yeah, the car, the X5, is is up there with the most kilometres. It's, it's, this car should be... Um, if this car was at the school swimming car, I would get first prize for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Most kilometers ever on a car that I've owned. I've got forty-one thousand kilometers. Forty-one. <laughs> and, uh, and for those that are going, and for those that are going, oh, what's, that's not much. It is for me. I've actually I think the most I ever capped out was like eighteen thousand. Hey, you know what the funny thing is, Ross? What with forty-one thousand kilometers, it's probably still worth what you paid for it at the moment. Yeah. Oh, it's gone crazy. It's nuts. Um. But yeah, I'm waiting for the facelift. There's a new facelift coming out in tw- end of 2023. So, oh, you want the big nostrils, man? I love it. Everything about that car is just amazing. So, when's um, um when did you buy it? How long has it been now? May 2020. So it's almost two years. You've done a fair bit of case. Yeah, but I've done what's that? Five, almost five Queensland trips, two Byron trips. Separate from that, I've done down south. I've done Gundagai. I've I've done a fair amount of driving. Look, normally. You got to remember, I normally split it between two cars. I normally split it between the multivan, and that—I mean—that was efficient because it was on solar. Um, and <laughs> that was a shitbox, anyway. Yeah, that was a beautiful car. You and killed all, us you, in that trip. You just split it between that and the multivan. Sorry, the M3 and the multivan. But now, um, just having one car. But I've—I've I've been thinking about an electric car as a second sort of city driver. Well, you missed out on our last live drive in the IX uh, when Hal and I took out the uh, George Jet. Terrible option. I don't. It's not for you, Ross. I don't think. No. One, it doesn't have the range. I mean, if if you've done a lot of long distance driving in your for, in the in the forty one thousand kilometers of the X five, you said it was work and back and back and work. The IX would work for you. No, it's not. Mine's a lot of driving. Mine's. I love getting on the road. You know, doing the eight or nine hour trip in one hit. That's continuous. You won't do that in the IX. The IX will. And that's the biggest problem with these cars. I didn't think today was going to be electric talk but yeah that's probably the biggest issue um mercedes have tried to fix that they released their s c class today their press release was out today c class that um what did it say it's a c class that acts like an a uh, s class it's getting a thousand kilometers to it <laughs> Is that what they said it's a c class that acts like an s class or priced like an s class no i'll tell you what it is now c class how you've done some research on the pricing 
Well, it does think it is an S class apparently because um, the C two hundred is close to ninety grand on road, and the C three hundred is about a hundred and ten. Yep. What? Yep. Yep. No. What? <laughs> Basically, and fixed priced, fixed priced model. So they, they've got the fixed pricing, but what we found with Hal's uh, uh, detective work when he was shopping around is that the dealers are now adjusting their dealer he, delivery. Detective work, he went online. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. He, he did some he research. Did. So what are they charging now for dealer delivery, Hal? About eight grand. Eight grand. So, so obviously with the fixed pricing, there's, I don't know how much margins there, but the dealers are ramping up the delivery. That's that's on the remaining dealers that haven't signed Mercedes agreement. What do you mean? So has the fixed modelling come across yet to those dealers? On, on some dealers it has. That's so right. not all dealers and the are other fixed. One, the, the other ones will just be, you know, bumping whatever they can out of it. I, I still don't understand. We've said it before. We, we said it in earlier episodes when I cracked the shits with Range Rover. We've said it even with BMW. Why do they charge me a dealer delivery? Just build it into the freaking cost. Surely these guys. That's, yeah, it's because a like it's 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 bullshit. I'm sorry, it is bullshit. Because a factory delivers them a car full of foam and stickers, and they've got to take the stickers off. I can off. leave the stickers on. I'll take them off, and I'll make an ASMR video, whatever it is, and make a fortune on YouTube. <laughs> but but HSV with the last couple of batch of cars and Holden, you could have that option. Leave the stickers. The dealer delivery. What was that? How? Like you didn't, you didn't have yeah. to take the plastic no, you just off. Wanted it with, you wanted it. You wanted to take it home with no pre-delivery done. But yeah, it's it was a stri- like these were people that thought oh, I'm going to put my car away with all the stickers on it still, so yeah. everyone could buy a brand new car in five years and I'll make a fortune. The problem is you can't leave that shit on your car for that long because it sort of like kind of goes to shit. <laughs> That was no, very, very, very articulate, Hal. Well, it's only meant to to last the trip on the boat, unless you're a uh, a rare Porsche or Bentley. And you end up at the bottom of the ocean. Has that boat sunk yet? Nah, it's still, it's still on fire. So for those listeners who don't know, there was a, a ship delivering some expensive Bentleys and Porsches. And, I think it's still smouldering. And it's uh, caught on fire. They must have had a Skoda on there. There must have been an electrical problem. No, I joked and said the, the captain of the ship had a Tesla and he dropped drove it on board and was taking it to the next port. He <laughs> caught on fire and set everything else on fire. Just joking, Tesla, just joking. And, and what was the story? So, Ross, when the captain leaves the ship yeah. floating out to sea, yeah. so basically the, the ships are free-for-all. Is that is that right? Yeah, pretty much. So the, the ship, uh, if, if the, I don't know if the guy, actually I think he has left, so there's no one on board. So basically, anyone can pretty much go up to that ship, and it's the law of the the law of the the, the law of the land is that's yours. But you, you, it'd cost you a fortune to get to, a jet uh, ski and a, and a. No, you'd have to helicopter out to it. But um, how are you going to find your Porsche? So if you've ordered a, a Jetty Three RS and it's sitting on that boat, well, I mean, I don't think all of the all of the cars would be burnt because only the shit on the top was getting burnt. So anything that was down below would probably, may have been salvaged, and if it has... But you just use it for target practice and, like, nuke it. They do anyway. They You know, they sink those ships, don't you? So yeah. old ships, they take out to... And they make reefs out of them. Reefs. Yeah, they make yeah. reefs out of them. So. To sustain the local fish population and diving and, yeah. and things like that. We don't get much into political news. A war has started in a little place called Ukraine. But there's a few... Uh, do you want to fill us in with the political news, Hal? There's a few uh, issues with uh, Ukraine. There's yeah, well, sanctions it going like, on. Uh, looks like the Russians thought uh, this was going to be like a three-day road trip. Uh, and now they're having uh, issues with um, 
refueling their tanks and uh, some of their vehicles and oh. they're living on the sides of the road. And you can't really? just turn up to a Ukraine server and fill it up. Well, well, there is footage of uh, Ukrainian uh, motorists pulling up next to tanks and saying, what are you guys doing here? And he goes, oh, we need fuel. And he goes, well, there's a fuel station 60 kilometres going back that way. And with the, and with the built-in Wi-Fi with the tanks, morale hasn't been that good with the troops either because there's a, no, the sanction, because, um, sanctions are hitting hard. Pornhub has blocked uh, Russian viewers. <laughs> Who has? Pornhub. Pornhub has joined the sanctions against Russia. No, those poor bastards, <laughs> those tanks with no fuel. Yeah, so, you, you, so you're going to... You, 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 you. How do you even know that? So if, if I put a Russian VPN on my phone, I won't be able to access Pornhub. Pretty doing? much if you put a Russian VPN on your phone, you can't You can't have a bat tonight. <laughs> That's disgusting, but anyway. Keep it we missed you, Ross. Oh, okay. and, I, and I missed you equally. <laughs> the car podcast, the dogs about porn. Oh, yeah. oh. And our roads have turned to shit. I've been, it's been raining in Sydney for the last sort of eight, nine days. Like it's always like one cloud pouring, and we were we were, we were driving on our L's today, and the instructions on today's trip. Hey, you're getting your license. You still good? You're right. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm getting instructors, and I, uh, I said miss the potholes, and five yeah. minutes into it, badoosh, <laughs> in yeah, a pothole, the Himalaya. So I wasn't very happy, but she's okay. She'll get through. She'll manage. So it's going to be. A nightmare once uh, this rain goes away, and yeah, the rain, the rain's horrible. The rain's horrible. So we're glad to be thankful we don't um, snow. I've been watching some, I've been watching some uh, YouTube videos of these. This guy called the Detail Geek. Actually, we should get him on. He's based in I don't know where he is, Texas or somewhere. Does it snow in Texas? I don't think so. Maybe nah. somewhere, maybe somewhere else. Maybe he's in Canada. <laughs> and he details Texas. He details really shitty cars, like cars that have had like windows left open for like, you know, two years and stuff like that. And he brings them back to life. Every time he takes the cars out, like after they've been um, detailed, it's always snowing. And I always wonder, I always look at the, and all the time, every time they do a close up of the tires, they've all got winter, they've all got winter tires on. So I wonder, I wonder if we, if we would benefit from those winter tires. I know in the US, the guys do the switch from their, you know, big 22 inch three-piece wheels on their modified cars into winter wheels and stuff like that. I wonder if it'd be worthwhile for us to do it with all these potholes banging around. Oh, you'd, you'd need to get some kind of big, those off-road type tyres, but and with smaller rims, you don't want to crack a rim. That's that's It's not so much the tyre, but it's cracking a rim in these potholes. But winter tyres, I've heard it makes a massive difference. I've never had the opportunity. I've only driven through the snow once. Yeah, and that was in Austria. It wasn't heavy snow. It didn't the road? I mean, you just sort of drive to the conditions. But apparently, winter tires make a huge difference. Yeah, I've done a I've done a road trip. Uh, I did a road trip many years ago, and I had an E class. I think it was an E fifty five. Was one of the first AMGs. It was a while ago. It was E I think it was a CLS. What was that weird looking thing that looked like a Ford Falcon? Thanks, man. Oh yeah, the first ones do. Yeah, yeah. Is that it? Yeah, it looks like an AU at the back. AU Falcon. Oh, that's, sorry. I haven't yeah. seen you in a while. That's what you've got. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've got. Thanks, yeah. mate. That's yeah. all the second series. Yeah, the, the, Ford, second. the Ford Work Experience kit yeah. got that new CEO in, in the Mercedes styling yeah. department. And, and I had winter tyres on this car, and we were, it was obviously snowing in Frankfurt. We were belting through. Um, like, it was amazing how well these tyres held on. They really did hold on. It's good. So. And then they've got the all seasons. Apparently, they're like, a master of none, so it just does a bit of everything rather than yeah. 
What's an all-season tyre? Basically, it's like an all-year-round tyre for winter and summer, but it's not good at anything. It just sort of covers all like bases. a jack-of-all-trades, but master of none. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know the saying, so that was it. That's the one. Right. Mm. Um, uh, guys, um, so as you know, Jeremy Clarkson is always one to be able to um, pull out a funny line every now and then. Mate, I love that guy. <laughs> I don't know. It would never uh, ever happen, but I freaking love that guy. He's the best. Yeah. So, um, so we all know um, from Formula One, the Nikita Mazepin, who's been a bit of a liability, crashes into a lot of things. The Russian driver, yeah, son, bought himself a ride. So Jeremy Clarkson's tweet to Nikita Mazepin was, "Nikita Mazepin, you fucking retard, go and race in Russia on your own. You'd still lose." Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> So, um, Jeremy's not a fan of Nikita Mazepin. <laughs> yeah, poking the Russian bear there. Well, well it has been. The, the Russian GP's canned. It has been canned? It looks like, I think, uh, Turkey gets two races. Turkey gets two races? Yeah. Well, they, they need another race on the calendar. They can't just can the race. On that track? Well, weren't they talking about Las Vegas? They couldn't fast forward that track. No, nah, because it's part of the European. It's part of the European um, uh, allotments. Allotment. So they, yeah. So it looks like um, that's going to be the the result, unless uh, something drastic happens. Is the Turkish track still slippery? Remember, like they resurf, they relayed it like a week. Yeah, before no, the they, race. Sort, they sort they sorted all. All the olive oil from the uh, local uh, villages were pouring yeah. on the track. <laughs> that got off the oil all off the track. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Nikita Mazepin, you fucking retard. He didn't he didn't put any asterisks anywhere either. He spelt oh. it out. Wow. I think someone actually wrote, was it really necessary to use the R word? And he wrote yes. Oh. <laughs> guys, guys, I got a funny one. We we uh, I seem to always be able to pull out a, a Greek, you know, stat once a month. There's twelve stats a year. Now 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 Pete. <laughs> Pete's laughing. He doesn't actually know what's what's coming up. So, obviously, there's been a fair bit of talk here in Australia about you know the 300 SRT Chryslers are no no longer Highway Patrol, and we've had the BMW in flux, and they're running. They're going to be running in uh, M40s and all that kind of stuff, and the X3 and the X5 as Highway Patrol cars. We've got the 530 diesel, I think it is, in the five series. So, yep. we've got a. I'll go tell you about. I got pulled over the other day as well. We're going to talk about that. We, we've. Um, We've, you know, Australia's really up there when it comes to their cars. But in Europe, especially in our little beautiful country, Greece, um, they're moving to electric cars. However, when they ordered them, they didn't realise that, A, they needed to be charged. <laughs> and B, that they needed to go fast. what they order? So <laughs> Greece is commissioned from French manufacturer Citroën, or Citroën, as they would call it, they're providing fully electric cars on an island of roads with, it's called the AMI, and it's capable of doing a top speed of 45 kilometres. <laughs> I think I've seen this car. And it has, a range, it has yeah. a range of 70 kilometres, okay? This is, this is a car that's got the same, it's the same daughter. You've been to roads? I've, I haven't been to roads. Okay, it's fucking big, all right? Now... Now, it only has a 5.5 kilowatt battery. I think my iPhone's got a bigger battery. But this Citroën Abbey has got the same door to save costs. Correct. So the right door, yeah, it opens like the That's wrong. Right. Yeah. 
They've got the hinges. So one side opens like a proper door and the other side opens like a Rolls Royce. Corrected. Yeah. The ugliest fucking thing you've ever seen. And it's the most... <laughs> so they then moved it from the big island of Rhodes into the small islands, but then they realised the small islands don't have enough, like, juice to be part of them. So, so the, the comment basically was after they'd spent the money, I think they bought 60 of them, they're committed <laughs> to making electrification available to everyone. And this is the source of the progress within society. Who made the decision? Like, <laughs> I saw these, I, was, I, I read it in a UK magazine and they were test driving it in London. And apparently you can have exemptions because it's so small that you could write it like as a 15-year-old. Oh, like my God. No, you're right. So it's basically, it is so underpowered <laughs> that it's officially a quadricycle. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They're taking on a car so you can drive it any, any age of 40. You can drive it on the footpath. <laughs> this is the country that wants to bring us the, the ultra car. So. Oh, that's. Oh, this, this, guy thought... figured, this guy figured he's going to be on the end of the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> no, but, but it gets better. It's all because they want to stop fossil fueled cars by by twenty thirty. They can do that. Well, the biggest engine you can buy in Greece is like a one liter bus box, anyway. So I don't think that's the oh, last of their worries. That's gold. They don't want to pay fuel at two euro a liter. That's their problem. This is what it is here. Try filling up. Try filling up the Bowser on the water. Jesus Christ! <laughs> they fit on the ferry as carry on. <laughs> yeah. Would you like twenty kilos of luggage? I'll upgrade that to thirty vicks. I'm bringing my car. <laughs> Bring in my Citroen Abby. Oh, What's Abby mean in French? I think it's friend, isn't it? Um, I had a message from somebody who listens to our podcast who I haven't seen in twenty years. Oh, I just called him. And he basically said, you know, great, great work on the podcast. Blah, blah, blah. He goes, when is your Greek supercar arriving? Oh, mate. I'm, st- <laughs> I'm still on the case with Spiros. He hasn't got back to us. Um, we're umming and ahhing about some trips this year. Now that sort of COVID, it's still around but gone and the borders have opened. We've, yeah, we've been discussing, like we, we did our Victorian trip in our first year of podcasting, which was, was a success. I've reached out to Auto Classica, so we may have to do a, a trip at the end of the year to, to Melbourne again and, and, and visit some of our friends down there and do some interviews. Mm. But we're umming and ahhing between a Greece trip and an LA trip. What do you reckon, Ross? Uh... Now that we've got some international fans, I mean, I couldn't track down the ultra car. Maybe it's in Turkey, Hal. So we could... Unlikely. <laughs> uh, so, but we're thinking of um, doing an LA trip Maybe not for my, not for Sima, but uh, sort of midway through the year. We'll see how we go and reach out to some of our um, fans out in America and, and, and line up some interviews there. So if we get enough fans in America to email us, we will come. We'll go. I don't think we need it. One email we'll do. I'll probably do the email myself and show my wife oh, and say, here right. it is. We've got to Peter, go. you're awesome. We, we've got to go. <laughs> Well, look, if you want to make an impact in America, if there's only one way we're going to make an impact on the American market, um, someone needs to make a sex tape. <laughs> well, fuck, it's definitely not going to be me unless it's a solo one. Well, we're not going to hit the Russian market with Pornhub, but... <laughs> Seriously? So what happened with the cops, Ross? Uh, I, my awesome car is not loud at all. I picked up my daughter from school. It was about 8 o'clock at night, she had dancing, and we're driving along 
And as I pull on to the very one quiet road, which leads me into where I live, it's about a K, a K in. It's one road in, one road out. Um, this car in front of me, this Hyundai, just literally just start, just breaks, just 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 like emergency breaks in front of me, and then like a like a brake check. There's not nothing in front of it, like a full brake check. I thought this guy's being dickhead. So he pulls to the left to give him a bit of a toot and then bang it in first and smack it in first and second and take off. Because really, you know, it was 8 o'clock. I wanted to get home. It took me too long to get home. I just had the shits. Anyway, all of a sudden, flashing lights. There was a cop. <laughs> From said Hyundai. From said Hyundai. And he pulls me over, sort of waltzes up to the car and very much, um, yeah, very, 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 very much admiring the, admiring the car. He's, his his um what do they call it? His partner was pretty much underneath my freaking car, like checking out the exhaust. You know, this 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 car's standard. And I said, yeah. And he goes, what mode are you driving? I said, what? He goes, what mode are you driving? He's obviously a BMW fan. They, he must have driven. Yeah. He must have driven the um the five series. For like five series. He goes, I said I was in M two. He goes, oh M two for track mode. Eh? And he started going on about the car. <laughs> <laughs> told me he was from, you know, Ride Police. He was a top guy, Ride Police Station. And, you know, I love the colour and this and that. It sounds awesome. He goes, but, you know, it's just loud and, you know, you're going to scare people. And my daughter thought I was going to get arrested. She was going to have to drive the car home. <laughs> um, he random breath tested me, but was very much, um, you know, admi- admiring the car and, and sort of giving me the thing. But he goes, oh, mate, can we can we make a deal? I said, oh, a deal? He goes, yeah. He said, when we're driving on this particular stretch of road, can we t- turn the exhaust off and maybe drive it in like normal mode? I said, yeah, we can do that. And he goes, good, good. He goes, just on, you know, basically on your way and, and off, off I went. So I thought it was interesting. Sometimes you get a good good cop and a bad cop, but I wasn't being a dickhead, I suppose. I would have pulled my foot. I like you having a go at him on the side of the road. I know. Well, I was going to start abusing the guy. This dickhead in the home, I just, just brake checking me. I didn't know what it was. But now it leads me to the question, undercover cop cars, what are we looking for? Like, what are we actually freaking looking oh, for? They, well, well, the, the Chrysler's been canned. So yep. uh, New South Wales, I think they're picking up a couple of hundred Kia Stingers. And New South Wales have gone ahead with Stingers? Yeah, they've gone ahead with the Stingers because the uh, Fiat Chrysler Australia has withdrawn all support for the remaining the 300s cars. in the police fleet. And apparently they've picked up uh, about 100 X5s. Yeah, I know. I saw an X5 in Victoria last month when I drove to Melbourne. And then they've got their anything from Kias, Hyundai's, RAVs as General Judy's cars, unmarked cars. That's shit because then we don't know. It used to be we knew what was going on. Yeah, we don't know what's going on anymore. Yeah, remember the old days? It was the number three sticker. Yeah, pretty much. If you see if you see a uh, like a Hyundai Kia or a RAV with dark tinted windows, assume it's the Popo. It's yeah. The Popo. The X5s, the X5s, they're driving M40s, M40 X3s. What X5s are they driving? I'm not sure what, it was a brand new X5 in Victoria and it was on the freeway, pulled someone over. I didn't see what badge it had on it. There's a photograph here. There's an AFP agent in Canberra in a BMW M3 CS. What? Under, in yeah, unmarked? Yeah. Unmarked? Yeah, AF, yeah. So the AFP have got CSs? Yeah, that's a uh, no, no, no. It's um, it's what they call a uh, what? What is it? The public liaison vehicle. Oh, like the promotion car. Like when they lent them the Panameras and stuff. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I know what you're saying. It's not. This is actually an unmarked car. This is actually someone's car. Well, it's probably a competition. It wouldn't be a CS. It's got here CS on the back of it. Are the CSs out already in the M3? Or is no, it the it's, the, it's a F80. I was talking to a police officer 
who said that the now they used to be given the car, and now the detectives just get given basically a car allowance, and they can go and buy their own car, and they have to take it into the shop and they modify it with the lights and all the bullshit. Really? Yep. Yeah, and that came straight from someone who works as a detective. So he took an M3 car allowance and then got the lights fitted. Oh, I don't think this guy got an M3, but um, he yeah. yeah. There's an M. There's one. There's guy. There's a guy here in ACT that's got an M340. There's a new as an as a new police car. Yeah, I reckon that's. I reckon this guy was right. I mean, there's no reason why he would have lied to me. I met him at a basketball game, and he was telling me that. Um, yeah, <laughs> so random. Um, that they, they I both... can ask you a loaded question. I'm not because we're not allowed to talk about which two parents at the basketball team was it. Oh no, it's fucking off here, off here. Microphone's a bit scratchy. Yeah, so. Which so if you were if you were now working as a detective, Ross, and you got a car allowance, yeah, what, what would you get? Depends what, what other car, car would let's you say, have. Let's say it's a budget of two hundred grand. What would you buy? Two hundred grand for an unmarked car. Yeah, what would you buy? You can't stand out. What? You can't stand out. Talking about a, a freaking yeah. Land Cruiser is two hundred yeah, grand. I see three hundred with a couple of options. Okay. <laughs> you see, I'll take the new C class, thanks. The new C class. Um, okay, let's do 150 grand, all right, Mate, boys? What, would you right. Guys, what difference is 150 down to a C200? Yeah. Mate, it is, it, you know how, I'll tell you how nuts it is, right? Like a GLC 63, you you were picking up like demos for like 160, 170, right? Yeah. A, new, a new one, you'd, floor stock was like 180, 180. Five, mate, two twenty-four. What? Let's let's talk base model. No, listen, my base model. I paid eighty-two on road for the A thirty-five sedan, and there was one for sale at through Mercedes for ninety-eight drive away. Are you joking? And I showed my wife, and she okay. goes, "Well, if that's gone up, yeah." She goes, "What? Why don't you sell my car?" Did she tell you to sell it? Yeah, she told me to sell it and get her a Ford Fiesta. So I looked up Ford Fiesta. They only bring out the ST. I got excited, but it was manual only. She can't drive manual on a show. Yeah. Like, I'm going to buy you an ST Fiesta. And she goes, they're fucking ugly. I go, you said it. <laughs> well, I would buy, as a cop car, I'd go and buy a 550i X-Drive. With lights? Oh, they already do that. Okay, sorry. Uh, I'd buy a Mercedes of some sort. Or I'd buy something obnoxious like a, you know, like a hot rod or something. I reckon it'd have to be new. I think it'd have to be. Probably. It's got to be new, but it's got to probably be five star rated. Have you seen the price of an X three M competition? Yep. Yeah, you could buy those. You used to be able to buy those for one hundred and thirty. Yeah. Peter made of yours with the restaurant bought one for like one hundred and twenty eight, one hundred and thirty, and that was fully loaded. They started at one hundred and eighty thousand dollars. Yeah. What the freaking hell is going on? Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I bought mine for one twenty. So really? Um, yeah, it was sitting on the floor. I'd- and I knew my friends, and uh, that's how cheap I got it. Well, the, you bought an M3M competition, X3. What did you well, stop, stop, stop. Pete, what did you buy an M3? X3? No, X3. No, the, M- no, the X3M competition. Oh, sorry. I think you said the M3. No, man, my M3 was like, yeah, the same. The M3s were cheap back then. Now they're fucking expensive. Ross, my mate, my mate ended up picking up, um, uh, we went and looked at that one at uh, North Shore. But he ended up picking up, you know, that um, violet, dark blue color. I love that color. Yeah, he picked up. He picked that up with, I think, it's got twenty eight thousand Ks, and it's a eighteen plate, nineteen first registered, um, yeah. paid a hundred and ten for a G eighty. Yeah. No, that's M4. the F M four. The coupe. M four. 
I think it's pretty good value. The F eighty two. Yeah, the F eighty two. Yeah, the update. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So still still has BMW factory warranty. So that's crazy. The the price yeah, of these cars is, is just getting ridiculous. Well, yeah, there's Ross, no bargains out there. Ross, you know what's crazy? The fact that he had to wait like. Like his choices were buy get buy a new M two and pay like one hundred and thirty grand, or buy a low kilometer M four, which was a bit bigger, you know. And <laughs> like it's nuts. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't get it. Like I told Pete, we I got stupid I got offered stupid money for my wife's KN because Porsche want they don't have any cars and they want they want it. But like, what do I buy? The only thing I can buy the only thing I buy is a Chrysler. I mean a Maserati Levante. That's the only thing that I can buy that's in stock. Why don't you go to your friends at Alfa Romeo? Get yourself a Stelvio. Do they give you two? Like, they got the same deal Probably. as Land Rover? Well, they were begging you to buy the one that was sitting there for a while. Oh, the no. sticker's still on there. Maybe I should go and look at the Stelvio. I like that car. Stelvio's a nice car. It's a nice car. It's just that the demand's not there for it. I don't think they've done a good job in marketing it. No. I do it's like a, the... It, um, I like that coupe, the Porsche KN coupe that's there. They've got one there. Yeah, yeah that, I, at Sydney... Yeah, but nothing's for sale. It's like I was in Queensland and I was... Yeah, yeah, you go to a Porsche dealership, nothing's for sale. No, no, I went to the... This is funny, and not that I was buying a watch, but I was at the Queensland... I was in Queensland. I was in the shopping centre. I was coming through the shopping centre and got a coffee. And there was a Rolex store there. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. It's like there's like people lined up at the front. And I thought, oh, this, these guys, like, you know, if anyone knows anything about Rolexes, there's no stock, right? You got to put yourself on a wait list, and you got to basically give the give the dealer a hand job to be able to even get you on the list. So, we're we're I'm walking past this store, and everything in the window was on display. I'm thinking, wow, they've got stock, and it all said for display purposes only. Like, what what are they? What are these guys like? What are these dealerships? I mean, why are they even bothering having stores? Just close the store. Why pay the rent? So, is there a semiconductor shortage in Rolex as well? Nah, nah, nah. I think the wanker factor's just grown. <laughs> so here we go. The guy, the guy bought a 2020 KNS, which is the same as my wife's car, with thirty thousand four hundred ninety-one kilometers on it. He sent me the data sheet. He paid one hundred ninety-three thousand nine hundred ninety dollars for it, secondhand. And that's not that's mid-spec. We're not talking the GTS or the big the big boys. No, no, that is mid-spec. Shit. And apparently, my response was, what the hell? And his response was, his response was, the car that you've got has options. The cars that we're buying have got nothing. So, for example, if yeah. you buy an X5 now, they've got nothing in them. No heads-up display. They've got no, and then I talk about X5 because I, I know them. They've got no heads-up display. They've got no wireless charging. They haven't got cutting, the they're, rear they're cutting back on a lot of things. Well, they're cutting back on all this shit, right? But not on the prices. No. Here we go. A 2020... 2020 guys, a 2020 KNS with 23,000 kilometers on it is for sale for $206,000 and it just says sold. This guy yeah. hasn't gone from 206 and taken 180, he's gone from 206 and taken 200. Yeah, they're not budging, they're not budging even on second hand cars. Sydney have got a used one, so this guy's this guy's got a used 2020 with 13,000 k's on it, it's 228 drive away. Are you telling me? That they're going to buy mine for 190 and make still make 30 grand, 40 grand? Yeah, possibly. possibly. That's why they're paying cheap. That's why they're paying nothing for them. One lady owner. But what are you going to buy? Maserati. They've got it in stock. Yeah, that's not a good sign, is it? Well, I don't think the semiconductor shortages hit Maserati because it's a Chrysler screen, isn't it? Don't say that. Please, Peter. Please. <laughs> 
Peter, please. <laughs> in the, in the Italian font. Peter, please. Peter. Go Peter. look at a Stelvio. You want to put Maserati badges on it. Your wife won't know the difference. Aren't they the same car? Nah. Stelvio's right. I've always loved Alfa Romeo. I've always thought to myself, I want to buy an Alfa Romeo one day just so I can say I've owned one. The Stelvio's built off the Julia platform and the Levante's built off the, I think, the Jeep platform. No, it's not, is it? Which is built off the N-Class platform. Oh, shit. So, That's don't quite Probably someone's screaming down there saying, you don't know. You don't know your Maseratis. Well, if the person's screaming, come on and tell us what they're supposed to be. <laughs> don't scream. Maserati dealer. Don't scream at the screen. <laughs> you don't scream at your... Don't scream at your Chrysler Dash and your Levante while you're driving to your job at Ferrari. Come and tell us what's going on. No, they're a good, pro- they're a well-priced car. Well, oh, let's see. Day. I'll ring up Alpha for you during the week and see what we can get you, Ross. Alpha this Romeo. Is, maybe this is your chance to do it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Alpha Alpha Romeo. I've never owned one. I'd love to own Alpha Romeo. I remember at school, there's a guy who had a box. The Boxer 33. Oh yeah, I used to love the 33. And he had that headrest that were like mesh. They were like the recurrent sets. We. Testro wanted to buy when we were on our P plates and my big feet were hitting the clutch brake and accelerator all at the same time because they were sort of where the weight when they did the conversion right hand drive they're all the pedals sort of are left towards the left so you got to bend your your legs to the left in order to hit the pedals and they're all sort of designed for small Italian feet not big Greek ones <laughs> to drive ultra cars we've got some guests coming up we've got the next episode we've got uh, Tom Shaw's coming back on to talk about his, how's his racing career going he won the kevin bartlett medal but we'll talk more about that so that's coming up this week um and i think that tcr test drive hyundai is looking promising just needs some cash uh we've got some live drives with hal coming up i've got a my hands on the sq8 audi and Ooh, sq8 or rsq8 just the sq8 Oh, I want to come for that one. And I've also been given the green light for the Bentley Continental GT. That's ready for me whenever I want to pick it up. So we've got a few live drives coming up as well. Roscoe needs to come along for the live drive in the um, in the GDSR now that it's all sorted. And the GDSR is ready to go, Hal. Ready to rock and roll. What's a GDSR? Is that a com- is that a is that a Maserati? Y- yeah, it's it's. Tell oh, is that your car, Hal? Where'd you the, find this bike? The steering rack's still brand new. You haven't turned any corners in it yet, Hal, have you? Uh, we, we, t- we turned a few. Turned the a button, few. The button for the Bluetooth is a bit worn out, mate. <laughs> the story still kills me. Mate, none of the buttons are worn out. I know we've said the story before, but like I'm looking at his timesheets. Well, that was a 12, 12, 15, 12, 12. Uh, what happened there, Hal? Uh I was at the start line and someone started ringing me and I hit the wrong button because the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the answer the phone button is on the left and in the hole and it's the other way around. <laughs> it's at the I went phone. To hang up on him and I answered it. It's at the phone at the start line and he missed the light. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> and what it was you had it left in gear and it was hitting the limiter <laughs> because oh, you had it in manual. Forgot to put it in sport mode and uh, all sorts of anyway. Uh, rookie, rookie error. Rookie. Pete, I didn't tell you about the day I went out to the drags and, and Halil was there. I took all the kids, got all the kids in the car. Anyway, we're driving out there and this, this guy always goes, no, nah, I want to stop for some food. Okay, let's get some food out there. No, nah, I want to stop for some food. I'm like, all right, so we stopped for food. We were like, all right, let's just get takeaway. No, nah, no, nah, I don't want to eat in the car. Let's get, let's ha- eat here. I'm like, oh, come on. Anyway, we get out there. I literally pay for everyone to get in. And well, how many races did I see, Hal? Probably three. And then it started pissing <laughs> down with rain. Storm came. Belting down. That's all it was. You're going to make it up. 
We're going to make it up to you by taking you for a ride. We'll do the roll racing. We need the X5M at the roll racing. Oh, man. I'll, I'll bring something that's quick as well and what we'll line it up against the green machine. What are you going to drive? I'll find something that's quick. One, one of the Turbo S's that's in the fleet. Oh, yeah. You could bring the Ford, the AU Falcon. <laughs> Thanks, mate. I thought I was going to bring the Capri. The Capri. We're going to, I've got to drive that out. Tom's got that. So the roving reporter, when he releases it from his lair, will be driving the Capri Turbo. How is the Capri? It's a gun car. I love it. I miss it. I want to drive and driven it Manual? for two months. Manual, five-speed, turbo. What motor? It's the two-liter turbo. It's the X2 turbo is the last generation of them. It was the second series, but before the update. So it wasn't the batch that leaked. It you got a the photo second of it? batch. Yeah, I've put it on Instagram. So yeah. oh, I don't even follow. Our, I don't even follow our own page. I'll I'll send you oh. some photos. No. So, so it's mad. So yeah. we've got a few good shows coming up. So uh, keep listening. Thank you for all your support, especially around the world. Like I said, Canada's gone off, and we've got strong listeners in America. And that's because they're send, snowed in, Pete. That's oh. probably why. It's stated Ukraine's picking up, um, and I'm not joking. It, <laughs> they're on our list. Uh, so basically, thank you for your support, and 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 if you are in those countries or more in North America, send us an email. We'll, we're gonna we want to come out there and, and visit. So we're we're trying to get a few trips lined up this year, um, and out of Victoria, that's that's going to happen for sure. So um, reach out to us, and we'll reach out to you. So again. Thank you for listening. Any final words, boys? Oh, yeah. I've got a few. Land Rover, I've got a new car. My son turns around and he goes, Dad, don't even waste your time. I said, why? <laughs> I like that you're a Rover. He goes, there is no way they're going to sell you a car. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> it came from a tall girl. We'll give that a miss. So, again, thank you for listening, us, uh, listening to us. Rate us. Review us. Thank you for all your support. And bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.